This is a moment in Jewish history. In a recent show, I talked about the Baba Sari, the famous rabbi who moved from Morocco to Israel. He was one of many. The Jewish community of Morocco is one of the oldest and became one of the largest in the world. It developed unique customs, such as the holiday of Mimuna, which comes the day after Passover. This holiday has Jewish religious significance, as well as representing positive relations between Jews and Moroccans. However, when Arab nationalism took hold, the Jewish community began to leave in great numbers. As described in the previous episode, Rabbi Yisrael Abu Chatzera, better known as the Baba Sali, personally witnessed the execution of his brother in the 1920s. During the battles between the Moroccans and the French, the Moroccan leader of a town accused the Jews of siding with the French and ordered the execution of the entire community. However, in the end, Rabbi David Abu Chatzera told the community he would bear the burden, and he was executed while the rest of the community was spared. Previously, a riot took place in the city of Fez in 1912, also in the context of the French-Moroccan conflict. Forty-two Jewish residents were killed when rioting took place in the Jewish quarter of the city. During World War II, France was occupied by Nazi Germany, and because Morocco was under French rule, this affected them too. Anti-Jewish laws were enacted by the Vichy government. However, Sultan Mohammed V of Morocco resisted these laws. The Jews of Morocco were never deported to concentration camps, unlike other countries. And the city of Casablanca became a haven for refugees. Unlike Arab leaders such as Haj Amin Husseini, the Mufti of Jerusalem, who was an active supporter of Hitler and even recruited Muslims to the Nazi cause, Sultan Mohammed saw himself as a protector of all the citizens of Morocco, regardless of faith. To this day, some Moroccan Jews hang his photo on their wall. Israel became independent from the British on May 14, 1948, and the surrounding Arab countries attacked. Arabs and Muslims from around the world began expressing anti-Jewish rhetoric. Sultan Mohammed declared that he had affirmed the Jews' traditional protected status in Morocco, but also warned them not to demonstrate any solidarity with the Zionist cause. Despite this, rioting broke out against Jews in the cities of Uja and Chirada in June of 1948. Forty-seven Jewish residents were killed. It started several days before when Muslims began to boycott Jews. Five people were killed in the Shuk el-Yahud, the Jewish market in Uja. Rioting spread the next day to the nearby city of Jarada, in which the mob killed Rabbi Moshe Cohen and his family. Among the Jewish dead were ten children and ten women. The Jewish community had already began to flee Morocco, but in the year after the riots, 18,000 Moroccan Jews left for Israel. Up until 1952, that number rose to 28,000. Morocco had become independent from the French in 1956, and full rights and status were conferred to the Jewish population. However, they did impose travel restrictions. A steady flow of Jews left Morocco for Israel until 1961, when the government finally began cracking down and banned all immigration and any encouragement to do so. 
This was when the Israelis decided to begin a secret immigration program called Operation Yahin. The issuance of passports to Jews was reduced almost to zero. Jewish organizations stepped into action and began to issue fake passports. Youth volunteered to ensure that the immigrants were safely transported to a beach where boats awaited them and took them on small ships to Gibraltar or Spain, from where they sailed on to Israel. Families were instructed to get rid of as much of their property as possible without arousing suspicion among their Muslim neighbors and to leave Morocco with only one suitcase. To defend the Jewish community from attacks, clandestine self-defense groups were created. This was called the Misgeret, or framework. It also quietly facilitated the immigration. One of those young Israelis involved was Yehudit Yehez Kelly Galili, who was sent to Morocco as a kindergarten teacher. Her kindergarten doubled as a center for Misgeret activity. She helped arrange passports and worked with the Jewish underground and with children in transit camps. One of her fellow activists was Shlomo Yehez Kelly, whom she later married. The two together were awarded for their work in helping children. The French newspaper Le Monde reported in 1961 that some 30,000 Jews had left Morocco illegally since the country attained independence. It stated that Moroccan Jews suffer either individually or collectively, asserting that arrests of Jews had recently increased and even the most inoffensive Jewish organizations were regarded with suspicion by Moroccan authorities. Jews were illegally leaving Morocco at the rate of 2,000 a year. The paper added that the deterioration of conditions for Moroccan Jews was particularly regrettable because Morocco was probably the only Middle Eastern or Arab country where Jews could live harmoniously with the Muslim majority. From 1961 to 1964, about 97,000 Jews left Morocco for Israel. Unfortunately, not everyone made it. In 1961, a boat called the Egos had been traveling back and forth to Morocco to transport Jewish immigrants. A storm at sea caused the boat to sink, leading to the deaths of 46 people. French newspapers reported that the drownings were a result of the refusal of the Moroccan government to grant passports to Jews so they could leave the country openly. In Jerusalem, Dr. Nahum Goldman expressed the hope that the disaster would induce the Moroccan government to carry out its pre-independence pledges and obligations to the United Nations under the Human Rights Charter and enable the departure of Moroccan Jews by more normal ways. He said the tragedy again proves that the desire on the part of Moroccan Jews to immigrate to Israel was so strong they were ready to risk their lives for it. The sinking of the Egos led the Israelis to create Operation Mural. They proposed allowing Moroccan children to spend vacations in Switzerland, but they recruited Jewish children and the vacation was only a stopping point for them to travel on to Israel. One of those who participated was British Jewish activist David Littman, who was not told of the full extent of the operation. He, his wife, and his young daughter were sent by the Jewish agency to Morocco to help Jewish children. The following is David Littman from a documentary on Operation Mural. On the 8th of June, I came with the first group, 80 names, I remember, to see Alawi Tajuddin. He was the Halifa, as he was called, the person in charge of the first uh, arrondissement district of Casablanca, which we visited. 
he looked at the passport, collective passports. Suddenly he said, this is a plot. This is prepared. Uh, Mr. Littman, you shouldn't have become involved. How can I know a difference between Amar, Ifra, uh, Knafu, Shriki and Malka? It means nothing to me. How can I know that these are all Jewish children? Please look again and be sure. Are you sure? He looked at the passports and he said, there's no doubt. This is a plot, this is a Zionist plot, and I won't have anything to do with it. And I said, what, you are accusing me of being involved? This is impossible. Most of our problems were to be solved by my excellent relations with a high security officer. Then I happened to be at the swimming pool, the Kontiki, where I met again uh, Mohammed Risi. He said, how is it going, Mr. Littman, with your group uh, from the Martyrs of the Resistance. I said, it's going fine, but I've just been accused of some Zionist activity. I don't know what they're talking about. He also touched his head and said they're, they're crazy. And the result was that when I went back uh, the next time, Tajuddin said, I don't know who you have on your side, but from now on, you bring all the passports you want they will all be signed automatically, but I will still do my report. Eventually, Littman was told of the full extent of his work, and years later he was honored with a special award for rescuing children. The story of Moroccan Aliyah has many twists and turns. Today, Morocco has joined the Abraham Accords. The holiday of Mimuna is an officially recognized Israeli holiday, and Jews of Moroccan descent are prominent in all fields of Israeli society. This has been a moment in Jewish history. For past shows, you can visit benbreski.substack.com. Thank you to all the listeners, and Shalom. <laughs>